0: Welcome to the Life Church podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. It's our prayer that this message is a blessing and encouragement to your life. For a list of messages, to stream live services, and for updates about events and more info, visit LifeChurchROA.org. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Here's this week's message. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, you're a gate smasher. Oh, come on, a little more authority than that. You're a gate smasher. We have been in this series for now six weeks. This is the sixth week, and I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have. We've, here's, what we've, here's what we've covered so far. Jesus says, you gotta find me. You gotta follow me. I need you to fathom me. I can do immeasurably more than you can even imagine. And he, and he says, I need you to fathom. I need you to understand how important I am in your life. Find me, follow me, fathom me. And the way that you do those three things is like this. You give yourself. Talked about that a couple weeks ago. Last week we said you got to grow yourself, right? You got to stretch a little bit. You got to grow up a little bit. There's things that have to be done so you can grow. And today, if you're taking notes, here's what you need to write down. You got to gird yourself, gird yourself. What does that mean? You got to put some stuff on, Okay. The world's throwing stuff at you. The enemy's throwing stuff at you and you gotta put some stuff on. And so go ahead and open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter six and camp there for a second because I got a couple of things to say before we jump into the word. Number one is this. How many of you were at the fall festival yesterday? Did you enjoy the fall festival yesterday? come on. If you missed it, you missed a great day. There were a lot of people here. We had bouncy houses, hay rides, pumpkin painting, chili cook-off, all kinds of stuff. By the way, uh, who won the chili cook-off again? <laughs> Robin, Robin won the chili cook-off. And uh, Gary's a little sore about it because he's, he's like a reigning champion around here in chili cook-offs, but uh, it's okay. Uh, hey, so you missed a great day if you weren't there, but... Uh, We've got all kinds of other events similar to that coming up. I just wanna give a quick shout out to Samantha Pentimony who put the whole thing together. Her team did an amazing job. So yeah, absolutely. So if you get a chance, give her a hug, tell her thank you. And, uh, and again, it was just a great day. All right, so Ephesians chapter six. Now here's the day. Today we're gonna talk about very practical, the last three weeks, very practical what it means to be a gate smasher. We have to give ourselves in, in sacrifice to God, in service to others, in sincerity to our calling, right? These are things that God has called us to do. We have to grow ourselves. And then today we're gonna talk about what we gotta put on because the world is gonna need us Okay, because the world's gonna throw some stuff at us. The enemy's gonna throw some stuff at us, but we gotta be in the world, right? Not of it, in it. We need to be there for people. We need to love on people. The, 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 The thing like Fall Festival, this is not just about people coming and us having a good time. This is about us loving on people. This is about us sharing an opportunity, right? I'm so excited about Christmas Fest, I can't even see straight, okay? It's my favorite event. And we've got it all planned out. You're going to be hearing more about it, but, but I'm super excited because we're going to meet some felt needs in our community this year. How many of you know, everything's gone up in price. Food's hard to buy. If you got to buy food, it's hard to buy gifts. You got to buy gifts, it's hard to buy food. So we're going to help provide both of those. We're going to help some people this year at Christmas. And I'm super excited. Not because, not specifically because we're going to help people. That's awesome. But because they're going to get the love of Jesus Christ. We're going to give ourselves. We're going to grow ourselves. And while they're here and while we go out, we're going to gird ourselves. We're going to put some stuff on. So we go through some great lengths to protect ourselves physically. Okay, I don't do the motorcycle thing. I've often wanted to, and then I think about it, and I'm probably never going to, but I have a buddy who does, and he loaned me this helmet a long time ago, and I'm never giving it back to him. I'm hoping he'll never ride again, so I don't have to worry about it, uh, but he still rides. I know he does. Uh, here's the thing. We go through great lengths physically, right? Anybody Anybody got shoes on today? Some of y'all are like, no, nah, I took them off for church. <laughs> I understand, ladies, I get it. High heels, you walk in them, but you ain't sitting in them. I understand. I, I don't really understand because I've never worn high heels. But I I I get it. All right. I know why you do it. Okay. Shoes, right? We go through great lengths, right? We 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 have clothes, we have shoes, we have we watch where we walk. Some of y'all are scared for me every Sunday because I come to the edge of the stage and you're like, Pastor, please protect yourself, because if you fall, I'm not preaching for you. Okay, We go through great lengths, but then spiritually, instead of putting a helmet on, instead of putting things that actually protect, we grab a little piece of bubble wrap and put it around our mind and say, hey, I'm good. Right? Y'all notice I didn't put the helmet on because it would mess up my hair? You're just going to have to imagine that. All right? But the bubble wrap... It's good for melon stuff. Don't get me wrong. It has a little bit of protection. But really, what bubble wrap is good for is keeping your fingers busy while you're listening to the pastor preach. Don't bring bubble wrap next week. That'll be annoying. Okay. But but you see, this is what we do spiritually. We wrap ourselves in bubble wrap. We get into our word on Sundays when Pastor preaches. We pray when we eat. And that's the extent of our spiritual life. That's the extent of our spiritual walk. We never put on the things that Jesus tells us that God has given us, the gifts that God has given us to put on. We walk around with bubble wrap instead of a helmet. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm on a motorcycle, if I'm gonna get on a motorcycle, I'm gonna have the helmet on. I'm gonna have the big padded jacket. I'm gonna have some pants that are very protective. I'm gonna be wearing boots. Okay, not bubble wrap. Not bubble wrap. Go out of state a couple. I've been out of state a couple times, and you've seen people not wearing helmets riding a motorcycle. I'm like, oh Jesus, protect them. Okay, but spiritually, I want you to get this. It's 11:43. I know you're kind of tired, but hang in there with me. Spiritually, here's what we do: we come to church, we put a little bit of bubble wrap on. Half of it's already popped because the enemy's already been attacking on Sunday morning. We put a little extra on and we walk out the door and we say, Jesus, protect us. But he's given us so much more to put on than bubble wrap. Okay, keep that visual in your head because now we're gonna talk about the difference between this spiritually and this spiritually. You ready? Let's read the word of God. Ephesians chapter six, we're going to start in verse 10. It says this, finally, somebody say, finally. Doesn't it sound like we're almost done? Doesn't that just feel good? Pastor's gonna wrap up soon. Eh, wrong. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. I'm gonna say that one more time because y'all missed a, listen, when the word of God is spoken and it just hits, right? My daughter would say that hits. I don't know what it means, but it hits. Okay? You gotta feel it. Okay, I want, when I say, when I read this verse, the, the first part of it, I just wanna hear you say, mm, okay, you ready? Don't let me down here. I need a little bit of feedback this morning. The good kind, the kind I'm asking for, not the kind you want to give. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Mm. Y'all feel that this morning? Finally, Paul says, don't put the bubble wrap on. It's for popping, it's for mailing, it's not for protection it's not going to do anything for you fiery darts are going to burn it up y'all know how bad i wanted to light something on fire this morning <laughs> i'm feeling this this morning because i go out in the world sometimes a bubble wrap on it hurts it hurts because the enemy attacks and he attacks and he never gives up paul says finally be strong in the lord and in his mighty power put on so oh, man This is good stuff. I don't have to preach. They just read the word of God. Put on the full armor of God, he says, so that you can take your stand against the devil's skin. I don't know if y'all, I'm shaking this morning. Oh, come on. (sighs) For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. He lists out the things that we're fighting against and look at your neighbor and say, it ain't you. Come on. Somebody needed to hear that this morning. It ain't you. I don't care how much you want to fight me. I'm weak. You're going to beat me. But I don't fight you. Okay. And also, you better make sure you slap hard because I'm going to put the helmet on today, not the bubble wrap. Okay. Our struggle is not against each other. Therefore, he says, put on the full armor of God so that when the day with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, he says, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. All of them. Not some of them, not the ones you like, not the ones that that bake the really good baked goods and you hope they come to the cookout. Not just the one who loves on you, but the one who is also hating on you today. Not just the ones that look like you, but the ones that look totally different than you. Not just the ones who come from the same socioeconomic status as you, but the ones who are poorer than you and richer than you. Not just the ones that smell like you, but the ones that stink too. All of God's people. Then he says, pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I may fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should now listen we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna blow through this today I got a lot for you okay but it's important and so if you don't take notes today's a good day to start okay if you don't have a notebook pull an envelope out those things cost money but here we go rip it open and write on the inside of it all right don't tell Dave I told you that (laughs) I don't wanna get in trouble. All right, here's the thing. We put on more <laughs> physical protection than we do spiritual protection. And can I, can I tell you a secret about spiritual protection? It's, it's not, it's not a, something like this. It's, it's a presence of Jesus in our lives. What happened here this morning at the altar is important to what we do as a church. It's important to who we are as a church. If what we're here for is just, is just to hear somebody speak and, and, and hear some people sing, we're missing the point. It's about being in the presence of God together. Love God, love people, live life together. These, the people who came to the altars today and laid these things down and we said we're making you the Lord of our life are girding themselves, putting on. That's what gird means, to put on. Okay, they are putting on some things because they know when they leave here, they're gonna have to go for battle. In fact, back in the day, back in Jesus' day, when somebody girded themselves, they were wearing like robe style things. They would roll it up almost like pants and fold it in so that they could run because how many of you have ever tried to run in like a robe or a dress? Yeah, a couple of ladies raise your hand. Guys, you don't know what it's like, okay? I'm positive it's not easy. Right? This morning, in fact, we had somebody running down the hallway in high heels and a dress. And I'm like, Jesus, protect them. I don't know how they're doing it. Okay? But she didn't want to miss the beginning of service. I'm thankful for that. All right. And so I know it's not easy, but listen, this is what we're talking about today. Here's our big idea. If you're taking notes to live worthy, to love wildly, learning willingly and looking holy like Jesus. This is all what we talked about last week. It's not easy because there are powerful forces that are strategizing and attacking us, but God has made his strength, his stamina and his strategy. Available to us If we'll put on or gird these three things, you ready? I'm going to give it all to you right now in case you have to leave early. Decisive dependence on him. Divine defense in him, and definite devotion to him. Let me say it one more time. Decisive defense or dependence, excuse me, on him. divine defense in him and definite devotion to him. Now you're gonna get him again in a little bit. That's the big idea for today. So let's get into this. We have to gird ourselves first with decisive dependence. Here's what Paul says. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Then he says, put on all of God's armor. There are three aspects of God we must put on if we are to decisively depend on God. How many of you know you have to make a decision every day to depend on God or you will walk in your own strength. You will walk in bubble wrap every day. Until you choose to depend on Him. Until you choose to give Him everything you've got. Until you choose to depend on Him for your marriage, for your life, for your livelihood, for your job, for your. Listen, we had, we had some students recently from Northside who were traveling to a concert together and they're in the band and their friends and they're, they're friends with my son and they got in a car wreck. And it was, it was a bad wreck. But can I tell you something? Mm. My Jesus. <laughs> It don't matter how hard somebody hits a rear end of a car and how hard they slam into the front of another car when my Jesus says, not today. Not today, no bubble wrap today. We're putting on some more stuff. These young ladies, most of them in the car have made a decisive dependence in their life on Jesus Christ. Decisive. They decide every day when they get up and go to school, they're going to depend on Jesus when they got in that car to depend on Jesus. And it hits home because I got a 16 year old that can be in any one, any one of those cars. Decisive dependence. God, He's yours. I depend on Him. I depend on you for His protection. I want you to understand what that means. I'm deciding in this moment not to take that on myself, but to say, God, here you are. Do it because you can protect Him better than I ever could. Okay, I want you to understand what I'm saying here. We're saying, God, we're giving you everything. We are making you Lord of our life. When the spiritual hot water heater goes out, I'm calling. Okay, some of y'all felt that deep in your spirit because you've replaced the hot water heater. Three aspects we have to put on decisive dependence. It means that we're resolute and determined that we must rely on God and trust in God. We are marked, listen to this, marked, by an unmistakable, unquestionable reliance on God and trust in God, marked by it. The three things we have to put on, we gotta put on first his strength. This is what what Paul is telling us, the author is telling us here. We have to put on his strength. The term for be strong conveys the idea that we are to receive strength from an outside source. I don't care how many weights you lifted. This is a different kind of strength that you cannot get on your own. I don't care how big your muscles are. Spiritually, if you're wearing bubble wrap and not his protection, his strength, it's not gonna matter. And so the first thing we see, we gotta put this on. Paul wrote in in Philippians chapter four, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Gives it to me. It's a gift. All you got to do is receive it. You don't have to work out for it. Spiritual muscles that he just gives you. You just got to receive it. You got to put it on. You got to put it on. You have everything you can to gird that, to put it on you and walk out in this world and show his strength. Our ability to do what God desires and has in store for us does not come from our own ability our own creativity or spirituality but from his enabling power he gives us strength be strong in the lord in 1 corinthians chapter 10 he said if you think you're standing strong be careful not to fall the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience and god is faithful he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand when you're tempted He will show you a way out so that you can endure. The reason Paul can say this with confidence is because he offers the strength. Jesus, God offers the strength. I don't have to find it in myself. Paul can say this with confidence. He can say, you're never gonna be tempted with more than you can bear. And here's why he can say it, because Jesus has got your back. Always, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, no matter what comes your way, he's got your back. We, we, this is something we put on for protection. Listen, I can walk out in the world that does not want me to share Jesus, does not want me to succeed, does not want me to be whatever God has called me to be. And I can walk out with strength because it's not my strength that I walk in. It's his, put it on. Oh, we gotta keep going. Here we go. Second thing that we gotta put on Indecisive dependence to God is His stamina, His power. Any video game players? Y'all ain't gonna admit to it. Okay, a couple of you, you know what stamina is, right? You gotta have, you gotta have life, and you gotta have stamina. You gotta have both to play the game. If you're not a video game player, I have lost you completely right now. Okay. But there's, it, 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 it keeps you, makes it to where you can run faster, where you can fight longer, where you can do things in the game for more length of time because the energy, right, the power that you have is, is limited, but not in Jesus, his stamina. He hung on the cross and still said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Talk about power. You want to talk about power, Stretch your arms out, let them nail you to a cross and, and forgive the people that nailed you. That's some stamina. His strength, his stamina. Romans 8, 11 says, the spirit of God who raised Christ Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. Come on. This is an exciting word, guys. This is the most encouraging word of the series. You better hang on to it because the rest of it, if you go back and listen, it's kind of a hard word. This one's fun. That means I can run further. I can run harder than I've ever ran before and know that he's still got me. I run in his strength, in his stamina. I can face things I never thought I could face. I can forgive the things I never thought I could forgive because I'm doing it in his strength and in his power. The third thing is his strategy. The enemy has a strategy and plan to come against you. Don't trick yourself into believing that he's gonna leave you alone. Don't trick yourself. But God has a plan as well. Remember what Jesus said. He said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. He will build his church. They will find him, follow him, fathom him, and give themselves, grow themselves, and gird themselves. That's his strategy. And his strategy is going to win the day. Your gate smashers and freedom fighters today who depend on God for victory. Why do we need to decisively depend on his strength? Well, if we're going to stand what he tells us to and then we're going to smash some gates. If we're going to fight and free people from the bondage of sin and hell, then we're going to have to depend on him. Amen? It's the first thing we got to put on. Take notes, write sit down. Here's the second thing. You got to gird yourself with divine defense. Divine defense. Now we're going to go quickly through this because just a few months ago, we did a series called Dress to Kill. Okay? On all, a full series on all of the armor of God. And I'm not going to rehash that, but if you weren't here for that or you need some more about the armor of God, lifechurchroa.org and go to sermons and look for dress to kill. There's one on every piece of the armor, okay? And we need reminders. We are gonna talk about it for a minute, but listen to what he says, he's put on every piece of God's armor. The six attributes we have to put on for divine defense he's gonna give us here. Divine defense is a set of weapons we are entering into battle with that are not of the, the kingdoms of this world, right? But they're of the kingdom of God. It's not bubble wrap, it's not spiritual bubble wrap. It's not the kind of things that they say we fight with, right? The world says you fight with your opinions. The world says you fight with whatever your truth is instead of what actual truth is. The world says you fight with things that doesn't matter. The world says you fight because one of you's on the right and one of you's on the left. No, we don't fight with that kind of stuff. I don't. We don't fight with a, a, a Republican stance or a Democratic stance. That isn't what this is about. We're the church. We got a whole different set of weapons. We got a whole different set of things for defense. Weapons that Isaiah said and Paul reaffirms are from God himself, a gift to the church of gate smashers and freedom fighters. There's a principle of war called the strategic offensive principle of war. And it basically says this, the best defense is a good offense. Keep people on their toes. I'm going to tell you, sometimes as a, church, as a pastor, I let the enemy do the offense and I just defend all day long. But I think there's some, there's some value in this. If I'm wearing the armor of God and I've got the weapons of God, I'm going to keep him on his toes. Right? Divine defense that the enemy can't stand against. We got to put it on. We put on dependence on him, defense in him. Right? This, is, this is what the defined defensive attributes we put on does to the enemy. It, it puts him on his toes. You remember the first, the first sermon in this series? I said, you got the ball, you got to run. We had a football game on Friday night. It was a sad football game, but we were there. But there was a point in the game where the ball was fumbled and the other team that was on defense picked it up and ran with it, even though it was a dead ball. But the whistle hadn't blown yet. And I watched as that team took off running down the field and the other team didn't chase them. And I thought, man, if Christians can ever get, we gotta play till the whistle blows. We gotta play till the whistle blows. And I'm not a big sports analogy guy because I don't really understand sports. But that one isn't lost on me today. Right, Put on the armor of God and play till the whistle blows. Jesus is coming back and I'm happy for that one day when it happens. But until then, I've got a job to do. I've got an enemy to keep on their toes. I've got a ball to pick up and run with because when it's laying on the ground, I'm gonna pick it up. And I ain't gonna be wearing bubble wrap when some guy tries to come and tackle me. Okay? I ain't gonna do it. I'm too scared to do that. I'm a big chicken. Some of you are like, "Ah, I could do it. Nope. No, thank you. We cannot effectively take part in spiritual warfare in our own strength and our our own plans and our own strategies. We will be defeated. In order to do effective spiritual battle, we have to put on the armor of God his truth, his righteousness his peace, his faith, his salvation, his word, right? All of these things become essential to who we are. Now, listen, I told you, I wasn't gonna dive deep in this. So if you need more of that, you gotta go find that series. It's up. Each piece we did a sermon on. It's called Dressed to Kill. You can find it on our website because these are things we have to put on. The third thing, that we have to put on, Paul's writing here, is that we have to gird ourselves with definite devotion. Verse 18 says, pray in the spirit at all times. There are three actions we have to put on in definite devotion to God. Definite devotion means that we are in no uncertain terms. Listen to this, no uncertain terms. Nobody can mix this up. We are loyal and committed to God. There's no ambiguity, there's no obscurity or uncertainty who we're loyal to and to whose cause we are furthering, who we are fighting for, right? Paul says you got to stay alert and pray. He says you got to be persistent in prayer. Always praying. It's, it's this thing, pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. It's a part of putting on these things that protect us instead of the things that keep us wide open for the enemy. Paul uses the Greek word for all four times in this. He says, pray in the spirit at all times, on all occasions. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers at all times. You think he's trying to tell us something? Anytime you hear something repeated in the word of God, you need to pay attention. You need to listen. You need to put it on in your life. We gotta put on dependence in God. We gotta put on defense, divine defense. And Paul says we gotta put on definite devotion. Definite devotion means that we are in no uncertain terms. Loyal and committed to God. No, nobody would question that. See, at the heart of spiritual warfare, we're talking practically today, at the heart of spiritual warfare, Paul says is prayer. If you're going through a spiritual battle, hit your knees. Start praying. Call somebody and ask them to pray. Call two people and ask them to pray. And if somebody calls you and asks you to pray for them, pray. Just pray. You don't have to call 100 people and tell them, just pray. Help them put this on by putting it on yourself. I love that Paul doesn't present prayer as an additional weapon, but as the foundation and continuous activity that is crucial to developing all of the armor and weapons he's just told us to put on. We started over the summer an initiative that we called House of Prayer. House of Prayer was just meant to be a time where we understood this will be a house of prayer individually and corporately. We continued that on and we're still doing it the first of every month. Wednesday nights, right in this sanctuary. Because prayer is at the foundation of spiritual battle. And I can tell you, there's some spiritual battles going on. Prayer is how we stand and smash gates. How we stand strong, smash gates. How we fight and we free. It's what the whole series has been about. Standing and Smashing fighting and freeing. And today, Paul gives us the most practical piece. Put these things on. Gird yourself. Jesus says, find me, follow me, fathom me. Paul hears that and says, if you're going to do that, you got to give yourself, grow yourself and gird yourself. Paul says, quit walking around with bubble wrap thinking it's going to do something. It just looks silly. And the fact that we think it's going to change anything is silly too. Paul says, take that off. Put something on that's actually going to protect you. Put something on that when you hit the road, you can get up because you're going to hit the road. The enemy's coming after you. Don't mistake this. This is, I'm not, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to push you into some weird, I'm telling you a fact of life is that the enemy is coming after you. To steal, to kill, and destroy. It's the only thing he has in mind. And whatever he does is only gonna accomplish one of those three things. Paul says, put these things on gird yourself. Get ready. Get ready for battle. Because it's coming. And the victory is already ours. Amen. In the very beginning of this message, a video played. that said, have you ever felt like all you do is defend yourself against attack after attack? Like you can't catch your breath, as blow after blow is leveled against you. And then it said, it's because we have an enemy who will do whatever it takes to destroy us and our world. This morning, It's not only those who have accepted Christ that have, who have said, Jesus is my savior, who have taken his gift of salvation that the enemy wants to kill and to steal from and to destroy. It's everyone. And for whatever reason you haven't accepted Christ, the enemy still wants you to be in hell. The enemy still does not want you to spend eternity in the presence of God. bow your heads and close your eyes all across the room. We're gonna gonna respond to this word today in a couple of ways. The first is this, if you're here today and you relate to that attack after attack, blow after blow, you can't catch a breath. Nothing seems to be working. Everything seems to be against you. You've tried every option and it's not working. Today, why not just try something different? What if today you made the choice to just try Jesus? To just put on dependence on him? put on defense against those things in him? What if today you made the the choice to put on devotion to him? You've tried everything else. Why not just try that today? Give the God that, listen, I serve because not only because he does all these things, but he does all these things he gives me an opportunity to fight against the, the, the things that come against me and actually win so maybe you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your savior but you are tired you've tried everything else and today you'd say you know what I'll try it tried everything else. I've got nothing to lose here and everything to gain today. I want to depend on Jesus, be devoted to Jesus and be defended with in his way. I want to accept Jesus as my savior, that free gift of salvation. Jesus came to the earth, lived a life worthy of sacrifice for you and I, a life that could pay the price for our sins and you would say today, I, I want to I'm choosing today to depend on him. And I want Jesus today to save me. Whether you've been saved before and you just haven't been living the life, or this is the first time you've ever given your heart to Christ, you're saying attack after attack is coming, blow after blow. I've tried everything else. Today I want today I'm choosing to give Jesus a try. If that's you, I just want you to slip up your hand, heads bowed and eyes closed, it's just me. I'm the only one with my eyes open. I do not want you to leave here without this opportunity because eternity is coming for all of us. And I want to spend it in the presence of God, having lived a life defended by him and devoted to him. Anybody at all? I got you. you raised your hand or maybe you didn't, you just aren't comfortable with that yet. I want to challenge you to do two things. One, just pray, ask Jesus to come into your heart, to forgive you of your sins, to help you in the attacks that are coming. And secondly, to find someone today, myself, Pastor Baba, Paul, Sarah, somebody and tell them. Now, maybe you're here today and you know, Jesus. Spiritually, you've been walking around bubble wrap. Spiritually, you haven't put on these things, his truth, his righteousness. You haven't put on his word, his salvation fully, his faith, his peace. You need his strength and his stamina today. And you would say, I just, I I need it today to go on. I need to put these things on, these things we've been talking about. I want to challenge you to step out of your seat and just come and have a moment at these altars. Not because I think that you, you getting up and coming up here changes anything but because when we, there's an activity we have to do when we put something on. And so my challenge to you today is if you need that, if you need to put on dependence in God, if you need to put on defense, if you need to put on devotion today, you need to gird yourself with these things because you know you're fighting battles out there that call for the things of God. Spiritually, you, you've bubble wrapped some areas that need to have some better protection, some better defense. I'm gonna challenge you to step out of your seat. I know it's getting late and come up to these altars and just spend some time with God. We're gonna pray with you when you come. So if that's you, step out right now. If that's you, step out right now. The last thing is this. We're called to be gate smashers and freedom fighters. And we fight things that we never thought we were gonna have to fight. We fight anxiety, depression, fear, and so many other things. And you were not created, hear me church, you were not created to wear anxiety. You were not created to wear fear. You were not created to wear depression. It's not what he's called you to put on. That is an enemy telling you you have to live in that thing. And I'm not speaking against these things. I'm telling you. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the experience. And I'm telling you that Jesus can help you through them when you'll put on the things that he's created for you to wear. And it's not just these. There are so many others. He's not created you to wear addiction. He's not created you to wear these things that the enemy says you have to. And so this morning, if today you would say, I've got these things, I'm living with one or two or three of these things that I've put on. And today I want the strength, the stamina, and the strategy to leave those things behind and put on what God has called me. I want you to get up and come to this altar. I want you to move today. Because you need the strength, the stamina. We fight anxiety, depression, fear, and you were not created to wear it. And today, I'm gonna to challenge you to move. And everything, every, the enemy's gonna throw everything at you to get you to stay in that seat. But we wanna agree with you today and pray with you. So if that's you, I want you to come up so we can pray with you. Thanks for joining us for this week's message. Don't forget to visit us at Life Church ROA on Instagram and Facebook for updates, service times, and ways to get involved. If you made a decision to follow Jesus today, we would love to partner with you on your next steps. Visit LifeChurchROA.org slash Jesus to learn more. We love you, and we can't wait to see you soon.